It's a podcast that has a gift for you. Yes, really. If you head to our Twitter, we are giving away some Icewind Dale Rhyme of the Frost Maiden goodies. And by the quality of this accent alone, you can tell that you are listening to Power Word Roll. Salutations, and welcome to Power Word Roll. I'm Conrad Leeton Gray, the Dungeon Master, and I'm here today with Naomi. Hello! Who is playing... Glax! I am here with Annie. Hello! Who is playing... Dorna. I'm here with Henry. Hi! Who is playing... Slate. And I'm also here with James. Hello, James. Hello. Another uh, arrival from the Danger Club. How are you yeah, doing, sir? Indeed. Very good. Very good, as well as you can be in these uh, circumstances. Excited to be here. And we're delighted to have you. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Of course. Always uh, always good to have you guys on. <laughs> and who are you playing, James? I'm playing Verisim. Ah. Yeah, that's right, yeah. It's a good yeah. voice. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, man and boy. (laughs) (laughs) We join the party as they are venturing to the far north, to the Principality of Hartsvale. This once giantish kingdom has now come under the control of humans and has been left alone in this desolate corner of Aeron for, well, an awfully long time. It's very chilly, and as the winter air is starting to grip as autumn comes to a close, you're making your way up these northern roads. Where you're headed is uh, towards the village of Stagwick, this sort of nice little village off this large lake with a massive river leading into it and at the head of the river on an island standing between two flows there is the imposing looking visage of this towering spire that is castle Hartwick. and you know that you're meant to be heading to the weary giant inn known locally of course as the giant's wiener inn um, just, just We're for finding it in with the innuendos this week. <laughs> really low effort. Normally, there's look, at least some pretense, but not this week. Well, look, look, look. There's, there, this is an official in within the law that we're trying to stretch with an official and, nickname. And make, yes, yeah, with, yeah. with an uh, official nickname. Official um, nickname that's related to hot dogs, I believe. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, they're exceptional bratwurst. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah, well, that's exactly it. It's like it's like currywurst. Really good stuff, you know. Oh no, we brought a Bavarian to this house. Fuck. (laughs) But you're sort of making your way and you can see that the snow is starting to settle in uh, as you sort of tread forwards and the sunset is just slowly making its way over the horizon. You can see the village before you, but everything looks slightly run down and everybody's sort of going about their business slightly hurriedly. It, It seems like there's a sort of element of tension in the air as the three of you arrive. Are there people with big beards saying, oh, you're not from around here, are you? And looking at us with, like, shifty eye faces. Yeah, it seems they're okay with travellers. They're, they're, not, they're not opposed uh, to travellers in the area or anything. It seems more... I mean, do you want to do an insight check, the three of you, as, as you're sort of wandering into town? Yeah, of course. Why not? Sure. I got a 16. I got a nice. unnatural 20. I can't nice. type. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Glax, you noticed that people seem to be eyeing up the castle quite quite heavily. Um, as as uh, you're arriving, 
Um, and uh, you you haven't been told what you are here to hunt. Slate, you are sort of, as you're walking into town, looking at everybody, and they're, they're sort of like, it seems like people are packing up their stuff uh, into carts near their houses. Uh, anyone else notice that no one here seems to be, uh, like, staying? I don't think they're just moving in. Well, How do you know if they're moving out and not moving in? Because they keep eyeing, they're packing things into their carts, Glax. Look, look at that guy over there. And you see this guy just, like, frantically piling shit into a oh, small yeah. bag. <laughs> he's got, like, he's just... plot pants, and he's just, like, putting them in sideways. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. shoving them in a sack. <laughs> just, uh, just Just loads of potted plants. Yeah, yeah. Just being busy, probably a travelling salesperson or something. He puts a plant in upside down. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very good travelling salesman. It's fine. <laughs> hmm. As you're pondering this, uh, Slate, do you hear that sort of familiar buzz in your pocket of uh, the vibrating of the sending stone. Oh, uh, we, we've got a call. Dorna, take this. And he has oh, I intercept. No, oh, no. Uh, uh, no, you don't. Can we, uh, can we, uh, yeah, can we have a... A sleight of hand? Because I think I've got, no. like, plus nine to that now. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of something that can't be sleight of hand as to avoid that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I can't see how it's not sleight of hand for Glax trying to grab it. I got no. 29. I've got a plus 13. It's going to be a deck save, and a deck save from Glax, and uh, Dorna, can you roll a sleight of hand? This is Let's bullshit. face it, it's not going to go <laughs> any better. I know, but uh, at least it, it makes it somewhat fair. Ooh, not exactly. 20, 20, 20, motherfucker. Oh! <laughs> so so even, even still, you would have failed. You managed to just grasp it as Glax goes for the sending stone. Oh, hey, hello. Hello. Asleep. Uh, no, no, it's Dorna. Oh, Dorna, hello. hello. How, how, how's things? How is the travel? Oh, travel seems fine. Everyone here seems a bit frantic, though. Well, I can imagine having to deal with vampires. Those those guys are bastards. Ah, vamp. Right, that's why we're here. Vampires. Oh, did did, did uh, was didn't you get the report? I, I thought Bellathor was meant to send it, and did it not get in on time? Was he? Well, it didn't pass my eyes, but. That oh, doesn't mean it wasn't me making the mistake. Hey, hey, Be- Bellator, what the hell are you doing? I, I don't know. I, I, I think I... I don't... Shut, shut up. You, you meant to submit these reports. Uh, sorry, I'll get back to him. He's an asshole. All yes, right. We can, we can sort that out when we get back. That's fine. Uh, he'll be reprimanded. You meant to get it in your hands. And I'm... Anyway, anyway. What we got a case of here is a copycat vampire. Um... <laughs> It's because it's they keep putting in the papers. That's what it is. It just, you know, it makes <laughs> vampires look really cool and famous. Exactly. And before you know it, kids are there filing down their teeth, biting each other. It's a real problem. <laughs> Got a copycat vampire. You know what that is? Um, no, not entirely, no. Well, vampires have somewhat of a um, popular appeal of late. Don't see it myself. Don't understand why somebody would want to be a blood-sucking leech uh, exerting power upon the poor, but you know. I mean, are you not a landlord? But continue. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's jealous of some cousin who's a vampire, and usually that means he's like, oh, I'll turn my kingdom into vampiric dummy plane as well. So, uh, we, uh, local people kind of concerned, and uh, then there's one famous adventurer who turned innkeeper Tavis Burdon, who uh, wanted to talk to us about... Uh, Dealing with this problem. Sounds all a bit of a model, to be honest. It always is. Remember, vampires don't like sunlight. Uh, can't go into anywhere un- uninvited. 
Don't like flowing water. You know, you got a few Can things Can a vampire take a bath? Oh, oh, Glex. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, they it's, it's flowing into the bath, but it's not flowing when they're sitting in it. So can they take bath or not? Because sour seems like definitely a no, but... <laughs> Gortanda, can, can you do R&D on baths and vampires? Is that possible? Can, 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 you, can you get them? But um, anyway, in the back of the card, you can find out that there's now four wooden stakes and a flask of holy water. Use them how you will. And he hangs up. Slate's just going to ask Donna, like, uh, so, so why are we here? Uh, I know that report was given to me, but I, I seem to have misplaced it on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't get in trouble. Well, there might be a bit of a discussion about the paperwork when we get back, but that'll be fine. Um, something Aww. about a copycat vampire. Like a copycat killer, but a vampire? I suppose so, yes. I mean, hopefully we'll find out a bit more once we've actually checked in. Oh god, and, okay. And by the time the three of you all arrive in, you can see that there's sort of this lively tavern atmosphere um, all about. People are, are dancing and singing and drinking. Uh, and it seems like a nice little sort of crossroads tavern, what you come to expect from it. Behind the bar, you see this sort of very tall very hairy man. He's got thick hair all over, all across his arms, big bushy beard that sort of goes into long hair that flows back and is tied back in a, uh, in a ponytail with some strands escaping and sort of big curls. And greyish skin, who's there sort of like cleaning glasses and, and pouring drinks and passing them out around the place to anybody that comes up to the bar. I would like to look for a man who looks like his name begins with V. <laughs> Uh, okay. Make an investigations check. I think that you'll soon come across such a person, but with that role, you don't come across them before the story intended. Okay. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just felt bad uh, for James not getting to play. Oh, sorry. He's in the background here. Well, I, I'm having a lovely time. <laughs> he will be brought in promptly. Um, he will be but, brought in uh, quicker if we stopped dicking around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. It, it is the universal rule of D&D. You have to dick around, uh, especially when you're outside a tavern as well. You can't just go in the tavern. Oh, oh no. no, no <laughs> what if you miss secrets? I'm amazed you haven't spoken to anyone of the locals yet, because that's always, that's always a good one. You there, you! What are, what are you doing? So, oh, I'll tell you what, I did think about it, but I thought, no, I better not. <laughs> I did consider it, though. I go up to the bar. Hello there. Uh, so, what can I get you Is this not drink? I thought I thought that was James! <laughs> no, it's not! <laughs> I you to be you! I was no. like, oh, brilliant, no, no. we finally got him in there. Then Comrade spoke, no, so no, I was like, no, 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 oh. This is, this, is, this is the bartender. No, uh, we're just about to get to it. I go up to the bar, <laughs> I look at the tall man, and I say... What are you? What, what do you mean, what am I? Like, like um, I'm, I'm the barkeep, I'm a furbolg. What's a furbolg? We're, we're, a we're giants. Um, we're, we're, um... A.K.A. a big loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, why the fuck are you running a bar in the off end of nowhere? But that's cool. That's oh, well, a life I, choice, I guess. I was once an adventurer, you see, in my, my early years. Now I'm, I'm settled down, I run the orphanage round back, and I Oh, this run is this too bar- much law, this is too much law. Okay, okay. Why did what are we here to entirely? do? No, why did, I want to know why you started adventuring. I started adventuring because the, the giants in the area were really giving us all a bad name, and I wanted to help the humans out. And and do you, like, go with the trumpet and, like, blow dreams into children's windows, or? I, I don't have a dream-propelling trumpet. It would be nice. That's what he calls it. 
that's, that's real it's real catchy real catchy <laughs> the dream falling trumpet is a great name for an end though or a band their second album was a bit of a disappointment but the first one was brilliant <laughs> uh look uh so uh, we're having some problems i mean um the local lord uh, isolated himself for a while after learning that his uh, cousin had gotten a demi-plane and uh, made dark dealings with dark powers to become a powerful vampire. One, um, what was it? Von Zarevich? Strahd Von Zarevich. Yeah. Never heard of it. Started getting all angsty about how his cousin was doing more with his, his own life and um, decided to try and turn Hartsvale into a demi-plane. Now, this is a bit of a problem, and none of the local council really agree. He doesn't have planning permission to do exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. You know, upend us, put us in the shadow fell. Uh, if you could go deal with it, uh, we'd all be grateful. You want us to go and kill him? Well, he's a vampire now, you know. Comes and drains the town's folk of their blood. Oh, you should have um, led with that. And, uh, uh yeah, exactly. Um, I, I should have, really. It's a <laughs> bit of a... That's the main contention, really. Look, I don't want to put a whole bummer on this, but I don't think we can kill a vampire. Well, we've got, um, a guy to help you. Hey, hey, Versum. Uh, yeah, what's up? Yeah, yeah. These are the the guys I was... I, I hired. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Um, yeah, you're confronted by a, uh, uh in this rather oversized inn, a little tiny halfling. Uh, he's dressed in a rather shabby sort of tweed uh, suit with a nice uh, little velvet waistcoat. He's he's fairly old. He's a bit sort of, uh, let's say, a little weathered. And uh, he's wearing a little flat cap as well. And he's got a, a leather bag next to him. And um, whilst you look at him, he's been drinking a drink with one hand and gently kneading a bit of butter uh, on a bowl in the other. And uh, <laughs> so uh, you want to... Uh you want to go up the castle, do you? Uh, I think we have to. Well, no, you've got free choice, son. You can do what you like. Go on, uh, spread your sails, uh, or, or are you compelled by some sort of magical, mystical force? Uh, uh, not a magical, magical mystical, mystical force, force of the law. Oh. <laughs> being employed. Also a contract. Oh, a contract. Oh, well, no, you're boned then. Yeah, you got to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you got to go to castle, mate. Yeah, well, I can lead you up there. And my name's uh, Verisim S. Framgood. Nice to meet you. He offers, he extends his hand. I shake the buttery, his buttery one. hand. There yeah, we go. <laughs> I can see you like the uh, the gentle smothering of butter. Very nice. Yeah. So don't worry, it's salted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just been assaulted by this buttery man. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, when he, when he put it like that, yeah, I suppose you have, yeah, no, no, nasty. Uh, right, right, so uh, who are you all? What's your names? I'm Glad. I'm, uh, I'm Slate. Donna Braunan. Hello. Lovely to meet you. Oh, uh, lovely to meet you too. Nice, I want a bit of class, that's nice. Uh, not that I'm saying the other two haven't got class, but, uh, well, uh, yeah, anyway. So, um... <laughs> Uh, that's very fair. We don't have any class. No. <laughs> what, 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 uh, well, yeah. Hey, I'm not allowed. You. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm not going to ask any questions about that. But um, tell me, why are you, uh, why are you seeking an audience with uh, Count Jakob von Berov then? Well, apparently we're trying to kill him. No, uh, these are the ones that I've hired to uh, deal with him so that we don't have to have the whole vampire thing going on. Hang, hang on a sec, hang on a sec. You a vampire? You, you never mentioned the Count was a vampire. Are you trying to say he's a blood-sucking leech exerting power over the poor? Indeed. He's also of the oh. upper class. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my second husband, but... Uh, <laughs> well, I, fair enough. Uh, uh, right, well, I'll tell you what, it's a, it's a personal... Uh, it's a mission of vengeance for me, you see, because I'm a... Uh, well, I'm a redistributor of worldly goods, and uh, I might have sold him a lovely set of butter knives, you see. And uh, did he pay me? No. 
No, he didn't. So I'm looking for revenge. Uh, but you can kill him as well as long as I get me butter knives. That's fine, yeah? I don't mean to be rude, but is all your backstory about butter? <laughs> <laughs> backstory, son? Oh, well, I wouldn't know about that, but uh, I, I do enjoy, uh, well, the gentle caress of what I would like to call the, uh, well, the pats of golden joy. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, I never, I never put on a pair of boots unless I've uh, liberally smothered them with a bit of the good stuff. If you know what I mean. I've got feet like, I've got feet of a feet of a ten-year-old. Well, not not literally. That'd be horrible. But, Get your you feet know, out. No. Get your feet out. Che- yeah, check it out. He takes his shoes off, and they are they are almost luminous yellow, and they smell horrific. But the skin is very, very supple and, and youthful. So uh, yeah, check it out. Look at that. Hey, Whoa, yeah. He's behind the back, behind like a school, being like, "Hey kids, you want a little bar? Don't need any of that margarine shit." I got the yeah, oh no. The voice, the voice already was was had had a vibe. So anyway, I don't know why this conversation skipped forward, but uh, so uh, when would you want to leave? Now. All right. Uh, I better put my shoes back on. Unless you want to gaze at my my golden feet any bit longer. No, Wait, are you are you the first halfling that doesn't like go barefoot? Go barefoot? That's disgusting. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, not in my trades. See, people tend to put out little traps and things to uh, step on, you see. Yeah. Lego bricks. Lego bricks, exactly. Lego bricks, uh, you know, tiny little bits of, uh, well, well, all sorts of things, mate. All sorts of things. Uh, paper clips. You ever stepped on a paper clip? <laughs> yeah. Nasty. I'll tell you, that's nasty. Especially when you've got the skin of a 10-year-old. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> what was I saying? Get us a drink. <laughs> and you can see that the, uh, uh, Tarvis goes to uh, pour a load of drinks uh, for you guys and says, Well, uh, Verisim, if you could uh, take them up to uh, the, the castle and help them out, we need to get rid of this guy before... You know, he started kidnapping people and uh, supposedly for some kind of ritual to create a demiplane. Uh, and, uh, a what? We need, uh, it's, it's like another pocket of reality. Different from our own. Some magic mumbo-jumbo bullshit. Uh, I couldn't have said it better myself, son. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, well, let's uh, have these drinks and then uh, well, we'll head up the castle, shall we? Yeah. yeah, let's go. So you guys down your drinks and then head out into the night. And this is where we enter a skill challenge. Can everybody roll initiative? Oh, first roll. Oh, it's actually quite good. Four. Dirty 20 for me. Dirty 20 for me as well. So, Glax, mm-hmm. uh, as you guys are sort of... A, a, progressing up the path this flurry of snow is coming through the sky the snow covering the ground is becoming heavier and heavier and heavier and you see the layers are starting to pile up and eventually it becomes hard to discern where the path is through the snow what are you going to do to try and find your way i think i'm going to use my uh sweet lizard intelligence because obviously i you know i'm I'm a hunter by nature i think i'm going to use survival okay go for it that's a natural one plus zero, so that's a one. <laughs> <laughs> Your natural instincts are, are you know, brilliant. You are convinced that you found the right way, and you convince everyone else that you found the right way. You are so confident in those natural lizard-like instincts in this cold, cold weather. You, you realize that you can't shiver, but instead just you're starting to freeze up in places. Your brain probably isn't functioning absolutely 100%, and you guide everyone deeper and deeper and further and further into just strange parts of uh, what you think is the track, until eventually you end up in a dark, dark forest. And it's only when you guys are sort of deep into this forest, Verisim, it sort of hits you that you know this place, 
and you are also well aware that uh, this forest, the the Fife's Forest, apparently. Uh, so they, you know that the Fife's Forest is known for roaming packs of wolves, and you hear a howl off in the distance just as you realise where you are. Hold on a tick. I know this place. It's full of wild wolves. <laughs> and you didn't want to tell us before he came in? Well, I didn't know where we were there. It's a five forest. Who'd lead us in a five forest, eh? I was following the uh, the good instincts of the lizard over there. You look at Glax and, like, his his shoulders and back have, like, iced up. And so he's, like, walking, like, all hunched. <laughs> what, what is Verisim uh, going to do to try and evade the attention of the wolves? And right. Party to the, not uh, not gain the attention of these packs. So the snow's really high. Yes. Right. I would like to then uh, scurry up using an acrobatics check to uh, to sort of sort of tiptoe dance on top of the snow and have a look where we are. Okay. Go on. <laughs> Let's see if this is going to work. It is. Uh, ooh, that's not very good. Uh, that was a <laughs> seventeen. It's not very good. That's well, great. could have been better. I could have been better. There. That is a success. So you know, you, you trip and stumble through the snow a few times, land face first once, but imagine you, eventually you manage to uh, you sort of scamper up a tree. And uh, look outward, and eventually you see that the closer to the lake's edge, uh, to where it sort of joins with the river, there's less snow covering uh, the path, and you manage to see it ahead. Right, we need to go down over there, uh, that way. Uh, we've ballsed it up, basically. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, it's all right, we're nearly there. Uh, can I see any wolves? You manage to mostly locate them via their footprints and occasionally the sort of skulking shadows in the corners. Right, I don't want to panic anyone, but I might, I've, I've located, uh, well, a couple of packs of wolves. Nothing to worry about. Right, let's go over to the lake, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you all start to sort of make your way further through the snow. You come to the frozen lake. It's quite slippy. You can see that the, the path is on the other side of it. You're basically just going to have to get cut straight across or go through that dangerous forest. How is Dorna going to deal with cr- uh, cutting across the lake? Can Dorna use a, I don't know, maybe a nature check to assess the area around the lake and see whether it's somewhere that wolves would particularly congregate or would avoid? Yeah, yeah. Okay, go for it. And also, because this is her favoured terrain, she gets to add a proficiency bonus again. Ooh. 22. Yeah, nice. you, you know that the, this time of year, with the, the fact that the lake is frozen, wolves aren't going to gather at the end of it. It's not anywhere for them to drink and it's, it's not got enough cover that they're going to go you know, and and try and risk out being out in the open, especially with other predators about. Also, they can't ice skate, so... <laughs> yeah, they, they have no ska- ice skating shoes. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> They're just an evolutionary dead end. I mean, it's... Yeah. Their, their hockey team is absolutely awful. Um, uh, the Hartsvale Wolves actually does sound like a good hockey, <laughs> hockey yeah, yeah. team. <laughs> there's the Hartsvale uh, Wolves, and then there's the Wolves of Hartsvale. Ooh, They're two very rivalry. legally distinct teams. <laughs> You manage to make your way around the side and rejoin the path. And at this point, you can see it starts to slope further upwards as you're sort of making your way up a mountainside uh, towards where the river begins. And as you're making your way up, you can see that the sort of rocky edifices start to get bigger and bigger and tower upwards as it becomes more mountainous terrain. Until eventually, you all come to what is just a ruined watchtower that has crumbled and fell in the middle of the road, completely blocking the path between two sort of big rocky outcropping. Slate, how are you going to deal with this? Can we not just walk over it? Uh, you could try and clamber over it, but it's it's like a big watchtower. Or you could try and go around it. It would just uh, uh, delay time. Oh, don't worry, guys. I- I've got this. And he goes up and he just starts like lifting like these rocks out of the way and a mixture between using Mulder for the like just pushing things down into the ground 
and mm. then using his own strength to pick up these rocks and these boulders and throw them out the way. Nine. So that'd be an athletics check then? That's a nine. As you're sort of lifting this rub and pushing it out of the way, it just seems like more crumbles on top of it. And you know, you're not being too tactful with it. So it, mm. it, it, as much as you have the physical capability, uh, you don't have the strategy to sort of do it properly. And so it does take a while, and it, you know, sort of, it's now sort of dark. It's nighttime by the time you reach the other side. This Sorry is a terrible that. path. I've got to say that. Uh, well, I might have lied to the innkeeper. I've, uh, well, I've not actually been to the castle, to be honest. Well, really? Yeah, you know, no, I conducted my business with a gentleman who came and saw me in the town. But uh, well, he offered, you see, and I wanted some. Uh, well, a bit of company. You see, I'll get lonely. Just me and the butter. Well, that's it, exactly it. Yeah, not only butter. It just it, well, it's not a very good conversation, as you see. So uh, well, I thought it'd be <laughs> nice to have a jolly little band uh, help me go up there and steal uh, <clears throat> requisition my butter knife. See, sure if I know it's going to be this bad, though, I'd have stayed in the inn. Am I right? Yeah. yeah. And he gives little guns right. to everyone. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah, right, right, yeah, right. So uh, should we make camp or should we press on? Pressa. I like your spirit. Mm. Let's That's do it. Very atmospheric for the kind of story that we're telling. I'm, I'm feeling quite refreshed after that long sit down watching your friends uh, carve their way through that watchtower. So uh, let's go. <laughs> uh, who's uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Oh, um, why not? I'm gonna. Slate's gonna cast light then on like something you have drawn. Or oh, just stick Flat it on cap. me at. Yeah, on, yeah, stick on it on my flat cap. There we are. Cap, done. Glowing <laughs> you just got this cap. little tiny sort of figure walking ahead of you with this little light on top. It's like a walking lantern. Good. Well, uh, <laughs> you're going to come to regret that. As uh, you know, this glowing pillar of light at the front of the party is advancing, uh, guiding the way with this, this glowing flat cap. I imagine it's giving out sort of that tartan light. Everything is just a, a dim glow of olive. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all it's all plaid. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's plaid light stuff for like that. And um, and of course you want to stick a light on the the rogue in the party, don't you? That's that's exactly yeah, yeah. what you want to do. Well, so, you said uh, you wanted to lead, so you know. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> you now realise those of you, you know, sort of with dark vision, you can see a bit beyond the uh, periphery of this that there are swarms of bats with glowing red eyes, which seem to be circling around the perimeter of the castle grounds. How are you guys going to avoid the patrolling swarms of bats? Uh, and then that comes down to Glax, actually. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, so what I want to do is I want to go ham and just, like, eat them. Um, but I'm not sure what check that is. Hmm. Go ham and eat them. That is a good question. <laughs> Maybe an acrobatics uh, to jump into the air and grab them? Sleight of hand could be sleight to, of to, hand. to yes, grab loads of yeah. them and guzzle them in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, you. Sleight of hand check. Brilliant. Just like, whoop. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> just grabbing them, grabbing them. There we are. Nice. <laughs> 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 Amazing. So why everyone's laughing is I decided to do a sleight of hand check. And I rolled a natural 20. So with my plus 13, that's 33 <laughs> to eat bats. <laughs> <laughs> so these bats, mostly here as a warning, keep on swooping down and Glax with the lightning speed, glad for the snacks, you're grabbing these, these swathes, these swarms out of the air and, and guzzling them down. Swarm after swarm of bats. You're not sure that any creature's stomach can hold that many live bats in it. <laughs> They're not alive by the time they get in there. Let me tell you that much. Oh uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. This is the closest Glax ever been to like a McDonald's drive-through. Like the food <laughs> just like keeps turning up. Probably not very good for him. But you know, a snack is a snack, my dude. Would that make this a flappy meal? 
to make your way across the bridge to the castle grounds and advance inside through a sort of creaking iron gate that sort of opens as you arrive. And as you approach up the winding pathway uh, towards the castle itself, Castle Hartwick, you see that there is a hunched dwarven figure with, with a wild ratty beard and Loose rags, who's standing there with a, a sort of wooden staff with a lantern dangling from it. I look at him, also hunched over, with like blood over my face and one eye shut. I feel like Hello. you got to me before this bit and I was kind of saving it for later, but now I guess you're the Igor character and I can just stand up now. Who's Igor? My name is Dragos. That's close enough. Uh, just because I have a hunchback and I serve a vampire, you, you, you stereotype all of us? Well, eh? it's... Also the voice and the demeanor and what you're dressed in and um and and also you did just tell us you serve a vampire. Yes, uh, my master would like to dine with you. How did you know we were coming? Oh, uh, well I I, <laughs> I just stand out here all the time waiting for people. <laughs> He's really so lonely. Food. He needs friends. Anyone who comes yeah. by is formally invited. He's like, please, just, I'm so bored. Exactly. So it's just, it's just him and his friends, the bats, and uh, and the bats are now yeah. dead. So exactly. Uh, no, you see, we have a watchtower that you walked past, where there are mystical secrets that allow the master to see those who pass it. Then we have the swarms of bats that work as watchkeepers for the master. Why are you telling us all of this? It's a remarkable open community, isn't it? First of all, uh, we know they're being run by vampires, and the second, he just tells all his secrets. It's nice. Slate looks around to the rest of the, the party and goes, do you want to head back to the watchtower and go and look for the, you know, and then does like air quotes, mystical arcane secrets? We buried a path right through it and we didn't find nothing, so, uh, well, I suppose we could do. Seems like uh, you might be full of shit. Are you full of shit, dwarf? No. Hey, no. don't talk to Donna like that. <laughs> <laughs> Please, follow me. My master wishes to dine with you and explain himself. Hang on a sec. How can we know you actually work for your master? I mean, you could be any old dwarf standing out in a car with your ratty beard. I... Have you got a badge? You got ID, mate. Uh, yeah, you got any ID? Got you got a license for that your... lamp. Oh, wait, oh, you got a license for that. <laughs> you, you're not even wearing a bow tie. As, as you say that, he rips off his cloak and says, Silence! And you see that he's not actually a hunchback, but instead there's one giant bat wing which flaps out uh, behind. And you realise now that he's got this <laughs> nose. And half, and half, and half Slate of his... Slate just throws like, up on the side. It looks disgusting. Half of his face is like turned to stone. And you realise this man is like slowly being turned into a gargoyle. Oh, strike a white, mate. <sighs> is there a reason that you decided to just get naked on this, this trail? I mean, uh, I know you're turning to stone, but it's still pretty cold out here. Stone people need to wear clothes too. Look at me. I'm still wearing my jorts. <laughs> <laughs> You foreigners, can foreigners, foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was a foreigner. You foreigners can't stand the cold of these lands. The cold is bracing. I think we should go inside just so we don't have to talk to this man any longer. 
Follow yeah, me. I agree. Follow to be, me. To be honest, I don't think he's going to go away, so yeah, let's follow him. Uh, and you can see he begrudgingly leads you through. He starts to trottle, uh, you know, one of his arms sort of flapping slightly with each step. It seems like this is a half transformation and one that probably isn't too comfortable. Uh, like the two forms that sort of <laughs> seem I like... love the idea of a, a comfortable transformation into a gargoyle just like oh it's actually quite pleasant <laughs> <laughs> darling you should try this it's actually quite nice just a little tingly there we go oh <laughs> it's the, the little oh as he just freezes yeah. in place is, is... Yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> for, the, for the look of serendipity on his face just oh very peaceful gargoyle I mean, it seems like most of this comfort comes from the fact that the gargoyle is like a size medium and the dwarf is a size small. Slate's going to ask him, um, so why do you work for the, the vampire lord guy? Or I will be made immortal, cast in stone. And also, if everybody is damned in this realm anyway, I might as well. You know, it's pretty cool to work for the vampire. It doesn't seem like you really know why, because you, you want it's to be... It's pretty trendy. But you're giving up your whole life just to... Be some boring statue. Oh, I'm not going to be a boring statue. I'm going to be a giant flying creature that can rip people apart with my awesome claws. And why do you want that? Why don't you want that? I just think you need some therapy. Look, I've got I, some pent-up issues. I think he just it's needs to true. go. He just needs to go and resolve his like clear, clear daddy issues. <laughs> uh, look, the master is is a is a powerful uh, young man who I owe everything. What did he do for you? He saved my life in the war. <laughs> oh. And you can see he stares <laughs> off in the distance. When Just a harrowed look, harrowed expression. Which war was war? this? <laughs> the war with the giants. You know, there are places where people are just like living normal lives, like going to the shops and things. Like you don't have to stay here. There's, there's plenty of dating options. Like you don't need to turn into like a big stone guy. I mean, I don't know. At least he's got a life plan. You know, it's, uh, it's a bit of an odd one, but it's, it, his career's got progression. Hey, you know? are you on our side <laughs> or his? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. It's a bit hard now. He's off turned to fucking stone, isn't he? So if he's chosen the wrong path, he's buggered. But uh, <laughs> never mind, mate. Uh, you, you do you. As you guys are walking through the castle, uh, uh, having this conversation. There's the throne room, there's Ooh. the library, the cathedral, and then there's also a place to the crypt and the dungeons below, and the living quarters above. Shouldn't they be you the can't... unliving quarters? Uh, but eventually, you come to the dining hall, and you can see that Dragos swings open the door, bows slightly, and motions for you to go inside. Well, here we Thanks. go. You see before you, there's this sort of extravagant feast. You know, all kinds of meats and cheeses and vegetables, just just beautiful roasts, and it, it goes across the whole table. Fresh fruits in, in your whole bowls. Is this an illusion? Is there any butter? <laughs> you see butter trays, oh. like all lined out next oh, to. Oh yeah, I oh, know, I oh, know exactly what you're talking Is about. Is this yeah. an illusion? Yeah, yeah. Uh, make an arcana check. Twenty-three. There's something magical about the food, but it's not an illusion. Hold on, guys. There's something weird with the food. As Slate says this, your eyes are then drawn up the table, and you see sort of lounging sideways, his, his sort of feet on the table. You see who you assume to be, and who uh, Verisim you know to be, Count Jakob von Barov. He's this sort of uh, young guy. You can see he's in a leather jacket. He's got sort of slicked back hair, very pale skin, gaunt figure. Yeah, reasonably handsome in a sort of goth kind of way. Long fingernails that have all been painted black. A sort of devil-may-care attitude that so, exudes out. 
so Comrades Man Crush Monday. Yeah, right. <laughs> Comrades just like describing his type to us here. That's what's happening. <laughs> when have I ever shown interest in a man like that? Uh... <laughs> 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 but no, you see that, that he's like, oh, hello. Hi. What? <laughs> Come sit down and let's discuss things, please. Uh, Slate just takes a seat. All right. So I've been told you're here to kill me. Um, no. Who, who told you that? Pretty metal. Pretty metal. I, I hear you keep like kidnapping people and like draining their blood and stuff. And I don't know what yeah. you're doing with all that blood, but that seems like a lot of blood for one man. I'm living off the blood and I... I gotta say you're all uh, totally misunderstanding things you see it's really in right now for counts to be vampires well uh, according to who according to all the other counts you know lots of counts are becoming vampires i mean everybody thinks vampires are cool now you know they're, they're like where we're all going for that edgy sheen you know we were already had serfdom so it's just like serfdom with extra blood draining guys who wants to just kill this motherfucker yeah because <laughs> i tell you what i'm sick of him already uh. <laughs> well, I mean, I've got to be honest. I mean, serfdom's pretty rubbish anyway at the best of times. So you thought you'd uh, you'd improve it with a bit of blood sucking, did you? Exactly. Might as well make it overt, you know. And and then everybody can be like, ah, oh, really hate the vampire. Whereas it, you know, really hate the Lord is 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 a a bit more, you know. Are you are you a conservative? Because that sounds like the sort of policy they'd certainly have. I mean, yeah, I believe in serfdom. I think that's a pretty conservative opinion. I'm a young Tory. Fuck you. Just, 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 be, just be honest. We're just going to drain your blood. You serfs. That's it. Yeah. But think of the economy, though. Yeah, it's true. It's true. The trickle-down well, I mean, effect. Look, so... Really, I'm just trying to be... I need to, like, live up to my, my cousin Strahd. That guy is doing so well. Name recognition for days. See, that's where you're going wrong. What, what, what do you mean? If you're just being a vampire also, then you're just being like him. And that's... Nobody's interested in the slightly theater star Strahd. Nobody wants that story. That's true. <laughs> Glax, roll persuasion. <laughs> Me? Oh, no. <laughs> to make him reassess his life. Uh, I rolled a oh, 19. Oh, minus oh, two. For a 17. Oh. Being a vampire is cool, though, right? Like, everybody... You it's know, vampires really are sexy. I'm not going to you. It's really not. This... No. <laughs> This whole modern vampire thing is kind of a bit passe, and I think that there's some better options for you. Mm-hmm. You see, I was I, I was going to offer you all to 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 pay you off, and so you can leave and not have to kill you. But now okay, I'm gonna have fine. to kill you. Well, you really don't like criticism, mate. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I'll tell you what. If you're gonna run your own demi plane, you really need to be able to take some you know constructive criticism. This wasn't even that harsh. This was very uh, reasonable. We're, we're trying to help you. I mean, we could have said your jacket's shit, but oh, we didn't. You know? and, and it would have been true, but we wouldn't have said it. Yeah, your, your jacket's shit, mate. <laughs> and your hair looks greasy. Your hair looks so greasy, it's bad. Uh, the, what, what are those shoes you're wearing? They look absolutely foul. They're they're uh, freezies. Yeah, they look free. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Oh dear. <laughs> Burning the count. As you're just ripping into this guy, you see he gets this more and more shocked look on his face that slowly turns to just a scowl. And then you see that his teeth just elongate and there's this, these big incisors which are visible. He goes... <laughs> And then, you know, in a puff, like, like, like there's a swirling shadow energy around him and it just disperses and he is gone. Oh, completely misunderstood. I thought he was pretending to be a vampire. Oh, oh I wouldn't have called his jacket shit if I'd known he was a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I would. It was a really shit jacket. I mean, it was a shit jacket, but I wouldn't have told him that. He's a vampire. No, he said yeah. I've gone for yeah. that, like, traditional with the ruffled shirt. Oh, that's yeah, a classic, that is. Yeah, the ruffled shirt. Yeah, some leather trousers, you know. Everyone likes leather trousers, yeah, not lovely. a jacket. Been Wankers wear leather jackets. You know what we should do? <laughs> we should show him what a real vampire should look like. Let's get the cart. So are you guys going out to the cart then? Yes! <laughs> yeah. 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 Dressing as vampires. <laughs> okay. So you guys, uh, you know, go and rush back out into the courtyard and you can see that the Tooth and Claw cart is right there. What, what are you guys dressing as? Dorna reaches in and grabs, so what looks kind of like a pilgrim's hat and a, like, full-length leather trench coat to get the proper oh, yes. full-on vampire Ooh. hunter look. Yes. <laughs> nice. Very good. Slate is going to leave bare shirt, but tie a big, like, kind of slightly tattered cloak around his like neck so it billows mm. out behind him and then the drag night hag that we killed a little while ago um slate still has its wig so he's gonna fit the wig on as well so it's this long flowing mm. black hair and then <laughs> pa- like put some white face powder on so it's very pale and put some fake vampire teeth in as well <laughs> nice verison uh, he goes to the rack and uh, he pulls down a tiny tiny pair of very tight leather trousers which he uh, he <laughs> He, t- he takes off his tartan trousers, puts them on, uh, looks at his tartan jacket and his waistcoat and just, hmm, yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Nods at that. So he's sort of half and half and then gets uh, <laughs> and gets a little top hat out of the uh, thing and then puts it on with a little jaunty feather in. He's, yeah, yeah, nice. Oh, it's very stylish. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Half and half. Like, I don't like to commit to anything, you see. <laughs> that's why I've got a two ex-husbands. Well, uh, exactly. That's yeah. <laughs> I don't even talk about the third. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> and then finally, Glax. Glax is going to do a, um interview with a vampire, sort of. Uh, so he's going for renaissance, like big ruffled shirt, high-waisted tight pants with a large high-collared embroidered mm. black coat. Yeah. Yes. He, he goes to put on some fake teeth and then he's like, I already have fangs and he puts them back. and then finally is there anything else from the cart you guys Um, want to grab should we grab the stakes and the holy water yeah exactly nah Um, nah to leave them (laughs) (laughs) seeing as Dorna probably knows a reasonable amount about vampires can she actually explain what use the stakes are Uh, you know in dungeons as you're a monster hunter and you specialise in hunting undead I think it's reasonable that I explain how vampires work in dungeons and dragons So, essentially, vampires, very powerful creatures, but most powerful for when you initially kill them, they retreat to their place of rest. Now, this is usually a coffin or where they were buried. Essentially, they'll have it in a hidden location that their shadowy form will go and rest inside. And to finally properly kill a, a vampire, you need to kill them first go to their place of rest, open up their coffin and stab them with a stake. Right. Okay. 
Okay. Right. Could the place of rest be something like a travel lodge? <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's, on, it's on the A2 no, to Sid Cup. it has to be somewhere that's actually, like, restful. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, of course, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say that there's, 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 there's nothing uh, in the Monster Manual that is against the idea of somebody dying in a travel lodge and becoming a vampire, <laughs> but I think the staff would, would probably have, have, have something to say. No, they care very little. They ca- yeah, they wouldn't even <laughs> notice. They'd just be like, yeah, we just, we just don't go in that room anymore. No, it's funny smells. No, uh, don't like the noise. That's stinky room. <laughs> there goes yeah. our sponsorship with Travelodge, guys. Thanks. <laughs> On a serious question, could we divulge what the place of rest is before they retreat? So are there things about it, like consecrated earth or... I'm going to guess it's in the crypt in the castle. Might be, but, you know, he might uh, he might eschew sort of tradition. He doesn't seem like the type to have a lot of creativity, I've got to be honest. <laughs> he doesn't, to be honest. Here, I'm calling it now, I'm calling it now. It's going to be in the crypt behind a secret door of some sort. Ooh, secret door's that's, a nice addition. That's, that's what I'm. That's what my my money's on. I really hope it's just in a wardrobe somewhere. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like seriously, it dude. Sense if he this was, is your place it of rest. Sense if it was in a closet. oh gone back to your closet have you classic Uh, so you you slide close the door of uh, the cart fully geared up and ready to take on a vampire can um as we go in uh, Slade Mm -hmm. kind of stops everyone a second goes hold on hold on and then um casts pass without trace Ah. as a racial ability nice okay so so the stonework is now sort of starting to disguise your advance as you guys are sticking to the wall yeah the stone what it basically does is as we're walking it it, the stone just kind of ripples behind us just so it doesn't even look like we were there sneaky so are you advancing stealthily then i assume yes can everybody make a stealth check with a plus 10 (laughs) (laughs) i have disadvantage on stealth i got 40 (laughs) (laughs) oh my god 40 yeah 40 Okay, God. Jesus. Uh, I got 14. No, then a bonus 10. No, that is with the bonus 10. Oh, wow. I got a 4. Okay. I got a 15. It's uh, 27 with the 10 plus 10 27. bonus. 27. Well, I, I mean, 40. I just... I, yeah. That's insane. <laughs> That's the highest stealth roll I think I've ever heard. So, Dorna and Slate, uh, you guys are sort of advancing quite stealthily. You know, you're, you think you're going quite quietly. Uh, you're trying not to have, you know, your weapons and armor rustle too much. Verisim, you're 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 like adept at this. You instantly, the only thing holding you back is the squeak of your leather pants. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I knew I should have powdered. <laughs> <laughs> All of you don't know where Glax went. In fact. Even the gods in the skies looking down upon what's going on here passively, the whole universe has no idea where Glax has gone. Because Glax, your stealth throne was so high, you have transcended into the ethereal point. (laughs) (laughs) Trippy. You are like looking around and everything's got this blue sheen to it. And you realize that you're sort of like just skulking around and, and you're seeing like figures walking around the castle that aren't there. They walk through. You instantly recognize these as ghosts from your time at the Haunted Carnival. Mm-hmm. And you also realize you look down at your claws and you are a ghost. I think Glax he's using this to just like peek his face through walls to just see yep. what's, what's going on. <laughs> what should I do with this cosmic power? 
<laughs> oh yeah, check it out. Oh, it's a toilet. <laughs> You're all stealthing, and we cut to Glax, but it's just a portrait, and then like Glax's face comes out of this lady. <laughs> 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 and uh and like as you're walking occasionally we look back and there's like a suit of armor that's like creeping behind you like and then when you turn around it's just like standing still something fishy's going on <laughs> the three of you realize glax is you know you have no idea where glax has gone and glax you don't fully understand what's happening you just realize that you are he basically never does he's like i'm just here for a laugh yeah. you make your way down and eventually there's sort of this spiraling staircase and your footsteps echo as as you sort of creep down this place i think at this point glax is sort of like phasing back into reality but but you're you're still like completely hidden in the shadows yeah. but you all advance to the crypts and you enter to see that it looks more like catacombs than anything the walls are lined up and there are coffins everywhere with small plaques dedicated to various members of the noble family uh, and there's the occasional skull out on the side sconces with lit braziers let out sort of a dim light uh, in the area and you can see it's all slightly waterlogged there's just a slight sheen of a thin layer of water as you guys enter the room. Is there any coffins that look like they're trying too hard? You're sort of eyeing around and you're looking at the names as well and you don't see the name you're looking for. What draws your attention is an extravagant set of carvings on one far wall. Well, I was about to say, that's fantastic. It leads right in. Yeah. Can I search the for a secret door? Make an investigations check for investigations. me. Investigations, okay. 13. It takes you a while. You're sort of running your hands along the stonework and, you know, you, you've got some knowledge of stone cunning, stone masonry in this from your upbringing with the dwarves. And eventually you sort of manage to make out that there's a thin line and it seems like there's some kind of slot in there for some vaguely cuboid shape to fit inside. It's sort of hidden in uh, uh, the stonework of what seems to be a hand clutching some, some kind of cube. It, you could push something in there into that indent and it would probably open a locking me mechanism of the door. You eye where the arm goes up to and you see that this sort of demonic figure that is uh, holding this thing. Out on the other side of the carving, uh, there, there are a load of people praying to this demonic figure. Guys, you know how this is the most basic vampire ever? Well, it got more basic. <laughs> There's a secret, secret room in the crypts. We need to find some cuboid mm. objects, and I think this will open up. A cuboid object, eh? Yeah, um, come and look at this. Oh. And he shows them all the, the mechanism. It's pretty cold out there. Do you think do you think you might have a cube of butter? Funny you should mention that, but... Uh, and he just pulls from his pocket multiple cubes of butter in varying sizes. I always carry a spare, you know what Can I mean? Can like, shape them together <laughs> into the exact shape we need? Hang on a sec, hang on a sec. And he goes into the pose that, uh, that Harrison Ford does in Raiders of the Lost Ark when he's trying to balance the, <laughs> the, the bag of sand and the golden statue. He's like, oh, I like this with his butter. And then just jams one in there. Okay. Um, there we are. Uh, nothing but I can't sort. You watch. Mike, um, I, I'm just going to say roll a d20 with advantage as you are adept in butter. <laughs> okay, well, that's a 15 on the first roll and a 12 on the second, so 15. You managed to jam butter in there and you get the shape that you're you're meant to press. You think if you go and, like, freeze this outside, it might then work to push the mechanism. <laughs> I still... So Verisim just stands back from his handiwork and just looks at me and goes, Hey, uh, look at that, hey. 
Oh, that's a really good fit. <laughs> you guys just skipped a whole portion of this fucking adventure. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, we need to freeze that outside, see, because, uh, although it's very hard to freeze butter, you know, it's too oily. Do you want to know some more facts about butter? <laughs> Maybe on the way out. All right. <laughs> can, can Glax grab the butter and, like, run back to the frozen lake and just, like, dunk it? Punch a hole in the lake, dunk it. Freeze it and bring back, it back. back to the frozen. This takes about, you know, sort of 15 minutes or so. Glax runs out, goes dunks it. You end up with this frozen chunk of butter in the shape of the key. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, did, I could not have predicted this turn of events. Uh, <laughs> did not plan for this. This is amazing. Um, but yeah, no. So you end up with this chunk of frozen butter. And I'm guessing you guys make your way back down to the crypt. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you go about it? Licks the tips of each of his fingers and then uh, then sticks it in, then realises he's stuck the butter to his fingers and then sort of pulls it off one hand and then just sort of half gets his other hand and sort of like rolls it in really awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then just sort of winks at everybody and gives a little thumbs up. And as you do this, you feel a rumbling and just this... this <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest with everybody. I'm surprised this has worked. I can tell you that. But there we are. (laughs) It slides to the side. The butter just sort of uh, crumbling as it uh, as you do so, and you see behind it there is one more coffin atop a plinth. I just want to say I called it. I can't believe I called it. (laughs) Yeah, you did. You did. You You did. did. You did. You're absolutely dead on the money. But I kind of respect him for it, to be honest. I mean, like you know, he's just gone. I'm gonna be the hack vampire. I'm just gonna go for it. <laughs> like, no, I'm not gonna pull back at all. Like, that is just no, it. No, that's that, it. That, that, yeah. he's, he's lacking the self-reflection, obviously, to be able to understand. Oh, that that's really basic. funny. Sorry, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm gonna stop you right there. Lacking the self-reflection because he's a vampire is. <laughs> that was a very good joke. It was a very good joke. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but yeah, is he? Is he in the coffin? You, 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 again, super stealthily slinking between the shadows of this, you sort of jump up and you lift up the lid ever so gently and slam back down. And he's not there. It's fine. That's uh, so right. He's not in there. there. Uh, that was lucky, actually. I'm not entirely sure what I'd do if he was in there, to be honest. Well, well, uh, but never mind. I'd probably just kill him and then kill him <laughs> again. It would be quite, quite simple, actually. Can we? Well, yeah. When you say it like that, it's, it's right. Maybe, yeah. maybe we should set a stake in it so when he appears, he just stakes himself. Can we do that? Yeah. Okay. I, I that think, is I think a we great should, idea. What, what are you all doing then? Like, I think we should all do what something while Dorna does the magic circle. I think you should stone shape a base to put the stake in. I, I know. What, I, I'm going to trash the room. Okay. While, while, while Dawna's doing the magic circle, <laughs> Slate's going to go around with a mace and just like knock all the party decorations into like a big pile of just like broken stuff and then set it on fire oh. with Firebolt. <laughs> <laughs> That's so aggro! It's not real. Oh. All oh, of the party a... decorations are burning. Uh, is, the, is the coffin set up on steps? Yeah, it's on a plinth. Uh, yes. Oh, I, I, go, I go and butter all the steps. Really <laughs> slippery. <laughs> 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 yeah, that'll get him. He'll get a nasty bruise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buttered steps, nice. Buttered what's, steps. What's Glax doing? Glax is just gonna like chain it up. He's just gonna lock it down, tie it up so it looks like a, a Halloween mummy. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, so after you've all finished these preparations and the room is now 
bare smelling of burning Halloween decorations, <laughs> buttered and uh, uh, also magically trapped. And you chained. Sort of all and stand chained. Back, <laughs> and chained. And you, chained. All, you all stand back, hands on hips, looking at a job well done. Yes. Slate, mm? if he's a basic bitch vampire, then which room would he be in? Um... Cathedral. You don't think throne room? Throne room's probably just hit words for the Whoa. lavatory anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <I> mean, that's, <laughs> that's true. Can he go in a cathedral as a vampire? Um, I'm assuming he can. He probably sees himself as some kind of god or some kind of, you know, person It's an of unholy power. cathedral. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. All right. But yep, that's where my money's on. Okay, well, if, if I win, then you have to do my paperwork. If... I win, you have to give me all your extra snacks. Ooh. He's up the empty there, I tell you. Okay, we handshake. <laughs> then uh, Slate and Glax have a, like, a secret handshake that they do. <laughs> okay, okay. Where, where are you guys going first then? Because uh, you've got the throne room, library, cathedral, dining hall. You're in the crypt. Then there's the dungeons and the living quarters. Cathedral first. Throne room first. It's only for polite. Okay. So you make your way up the spiral staircase and back out into the main hall. And the throne room is ahead. It's sort of the main area. You push open the doors and you see inside there's sort of this this polished floor, like this polished granite. There are these suits of armor that line either wall, uh, impressive and, and sort of dark uh, with spikes off of them, leading all the way up to this pure white alabaster throne and there's this massive sort of uh, set of stained glass windows behind that sort of lets in the moonlight through the cracks and sort of illuminates this whole Is the room. vampire in here? No. Yes! Fuck! <laughs> Slate, Slate shouts out. We open the door, we all look around like with bated breath and Slate just goes, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Glax like empties his bag. Oh. There's like just the weirdest fucking shit in there. It's like half a bat, uh, some bones, uh, an entire pack of digestives. Uh, like, <laughs> Slate takes the real steak. food items and bags yeah. them. <laughs> well, well, hold on a second now. What if he's not in a cathedral either? Yes. Then he still has yeah. to do my paperwork. Oh, fuck. All right, fair enough. If we're both wrong, everybody loses. This is why I don't get into bets with you two. <laughs> so uh, are you guys going to investigate here at all? Or to, to, the to, to the cathedral. To the cathedral, yeah. I think we just slam the doors and go, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you guys have just gonna not examine any of the castle. You like speed ran this this session. Yeah, it's good. And I, I very much appreciate that. Yeah. And so you make your way back down the hall. As you're approaching the cathedral, you're sort of hearing from the other side the sounds of an organ. Big dramatic music fuck? from the other side of this Slate, door. Slate like spits out as he's speaking, he's he's chewing on a digestive, so just you know, huge like <laughs> Huge puffs of like digestive crumbs spitting out of his mouth, but he's just there, like, yeah, gee, told you it's in here. And he has this one, like, one hand holding the pack of digestives, the other hand with half a digestive in it, and then chewing on one. And he just walks up to the door and just uses his shoulder and just like nudges it open and just walks in. <laughs> the, the door creaks open and you walk inside to this chapel, and you see at the end playing this uh, 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 organ, like using his feet sometimes, like like just going going ham on this organ, building up to a big climax is Jakob von Barrow. Hey, told yeah, you. You should have been in the throne room, you piece of shit. <laughs> As you say that, you see that he just comes does a final dramatic chord and then swings round and uh, again sort of like leaning backwards, trying to look as airy as possible. 
as, as he leans backwards and looks at us, he just sees like Slate passing out digestives to everyone apart from Glax. And they're just like not paying attention to him at all. <laughs> uh, Room. I mean, come on. This is super dramatic. It's really into play the organ right See, now. I, I told like, you. You're right. He has no imagination. <laughs> Yeah, you're, you're very good with your organ, mate. Yeah, nice. Practicing. <laughs> hey. hey! You think he's compensating for something? I have had it up to here with all of you. When I was told there were hunters coming for me, I was expecting the whole thing. And this has been an awful, awful experience. Oh, you can leave us a review if you're still alive by the time we're done. I'll leave you in the crypt, and you can see then he flies up in the air, oh, the, his cloak billows behind oh, him. Oh, the crypt that we've and already the, been in, and we've... But he, he flies up in the air, there's a crack of thunder from the windows behind, and you see two swarms of bats start to coalesce in the corners, uh, coming down from the ceiling. He just sort of, like, starts rising upwards, his fingernails elongating into claws, his face contorting as his incisors extend, his eyes start to glow crimson, and... With that, can everybody roll initiative? Nice. So with initiative rolled up first is Glax. Glax has decided that he's already mad that he's lost his digestives. So he's going to get really aggro really quickly. So he's going to take a bonus action to dash. Okay. Because he can do that now. And he's going to get... All the way up in that vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you dash straight towards him. Remember, he's he's, uh, 20 foot in the air. And he is going to do a menacing attack. Okay. So he's going to attack twice with two daggers. And on the first one, he's going to do a menacing attack. I roll oh. a 25 to hit, which I'm going to assume hits. Yep, that, uh, that does hit. I get to expend a superiority die and add the total to the damage. And he has to make a whiz saving throw to not be afraid of me. Ooh. Okay. A 14? Uh, it's a DC 17, bish. So you hiff a dagger, and how does it scare him? You're not even a good vampire! And I just, like, throw it straight up, and I tear a big hole in his leather jacket. <laughs> oh, yes! Oh, oh no! Ah! Uh, and, uh, okay. Ooh, ten damage. And then I attack again. 18 to hit. Uh, 18 does oh, hit. So 19 damage. Total. Nice, 19 nice. damage. Okay. Up next is Slate. Cool. So Slate's going to start off by casting Lightning Bolt at him in the air. Okay. So <laughs> that's a 2 plus 4. That's a 6. That fails. <laughs> so he takes oh, wow. 24 Lightning Damage. Ooh. Oh, how, do, how, does, how does this uh, coalesce? Holding his to like first and middle finger to his little earring which is arcane focus he pulls like pulls it out quickly and there's this little like spark of electricity and then it jacob jacob's ladders up his two fingers and then he like karate chops the air and this huge blast of electricity spirals out and hits him the the hole that had been torn in the leather jacket now rips further with electric energy and just also sets on fire and he has to like tear off his leather jacket and he's no he's just wearing a t-shirt underneath and we're like ah lame (laughs) he's wearing like he's wearing a nirvana t-shirt underneath (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) Uh, he's never even heard nirvana yeah uh, yeah then i'm gonna use two sorcery points to use a quicken spell and do a firebolt on the closest bat swarm if that's okay 
Okay, yeah, go for it. Uh, that's a 14 to hit. Uh, 14 nice does hit. Nice, 12 damage. Nice, and you can see you take out, like, uh, th three or four bats with just, like, one bolt that sort of just hits them uh, in, in progression as it sort of fires backwards. Black thinks fried bat smells delicious. Mm. Everyone else <laughs> thinks it smells terrible <laughs> and infectious. So next it is uh, the vampire's turn. Uh, and you, you see he's going to cast uh, Misty uh, Step. Can I... Oh... Can I be a cunt and counterspell it? Yeah, you can. I'm, I'm gonna do that then. So you can see he go like absolutely terrified of this lizard in front of him. He's like, ha, ah, ah, ha, and tries to misty step away. But how does counterspell? So the, the shadows that kind of start forming around just, just suddenly, like, like pushes his hand forward, and with mental effort, it all just turns to like sand. Cool. <laughs> now there's just sand scattering uh, across the floor of this uh, cathedral. He, actually, he's going to spider climb to the ceiling above Glax. And then as he's sort of floating away down, you know, down the aisle uh, towards the entrance, you can see his eyes start to glow and he points towards Slate. Uh, and Slate, can you make a wisdom saving throw for me? Yeah, of course. Ten. So you are now charmed. Fantastic. What does that mean? So he points to you and says, oh, look, you got power. You just need to be cooler. Uh, uh, stay with me, kid. You'll go far. <laughs> And uh, uh, <laughs> I love hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> you you now regard the vampire as a trusted friend to be heeded and protected, and you're a willing target for the vampire's bite attack. Uh, repeat the saving throw uh, for ten times, but if you fail ten times in a row, you are a thrall. Cool. Well, it was nice having you on the podcast. <laughs> well, you guys yeah. better yeah. kill him in ten turns. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get my new leather jacket. Have you seen the new Harley? We look at Slate and he's wearing this Team Edward shirt and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, no. No. Yeah, like another, um, another shitty leather he's... jacket has like sprung into existence around <laughs> him. <laughs> Why is he wearing sunglasses inside? It's dark out. He's got, oh my God, wait. That means, so Slate, what Slate's wearing is um, a leather jacket over no shirt with sunglasses on. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. Which is still better than what the vampires were. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, it is then Verisim's turn. Verisim looks at uh, Slate and goes, yeah, yeah, you look cool in it, mate. Nice. And then uh, shoots his short bow at the vampire. Do you want a jacket too? <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd look really dashing in one. Have you got one in extra, extra, extra small? Oh, Slate shoots a look to the vampire. He shrugs. <laughs> 18 to hit. Yes, that does hit. 10 points of piercing damage. Nice. 10 points of damage. Nice. So then it is the uh, bat's turn, and you can see the bats swoop down towards Glax, and they're just starting to assault him on all sides. <laughs> the fools! <laughs> 21? No. Yeah, it hits. 12 points of damage as these bats are just, you know, sort of swarming around you, swirling and, and just constantly coming down trying to rip at you with their claws and their teeth, glowing red eyes. Slate, my food's fighting back. So you look at Slate and he's just drooling, like, <laughs> out of the side of his face. <laughs> just like, ah. She is going to look at what Slate suddenly overcome and wearing a leather jacket, stare back at the mm -hmm. vampire and just go... You know what? I can't stand your fashion sense. And you say oh. <laughs> And 
And since it's on the ceiling, it's going to have to be the longbow. Okay, go for it. 22 to hit. That hits. Seven points of damage, including the Slayer's Prey. It thunks straight into his shoulder and it seems to sort of sink in quite deep. Slate just kind of like half-assed, like puts an arm out and Dawna just pushes it to the side and Slate just goes, hey, don't hit him. (laughs) 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 That was a vintage t-shirt you just ruined. (laughs) (laughs) Clax, it's your turn. Okay, I'm just going to stick with the classic and i'm just gonna keep throwing stuff at him okay he deserves it uh you are being swarmed by bats so any ranged attacks will be at disadvantage oh this is that's bullshit that's the point of the bat bitch okay cool fair play to you that's fair that's fair okay in which case i'm just gonna get chomping i think i'm going to do it properly creatures thank you 27 to hit Oh, a crit! Yes! (laughs) I can't believe all the bats I've thrown at this party have just been guzzled down. (laughs) (laughs) Useless flappy bastards, that's what they are. Hey, hey, leave the pets alone. You took my biscuits! You mean these biscuits? And Slate just drops them to the floor and just steps on them. You've changed, man. You've changed. Yeah. This is so bad for you. Uh, Donna? Glades are thing really weird. Yes, I have heard about this from vampires. They're very good at charming people. Okay, so I'm saying this to Donna, and I'm like, it's being really weird. And then, like, just with my offhand, as I'm, like, talking to her, I just, like, lob a dagger at him. Uh, you also realize at this point that it seems like his wounds are closing up after a while as well. Um, so you can see where you've hit daggers into him before. The bleeding has stemmed and it's closed up. But you manage to you know, fire a new one, basically you just plant it in his back and he rips it out and you see just through this torn Nirvana t-shirt the wounds start to close up behind him. Well, I gain mm. two HP from my hungry jaws, so I look at him and then I close one of my wounds and I'm like, nah! <laughs> I can do it too! <laughs> Next, it's it's his turn, floating down, and uh, it's just going to do two big claw attacks with these extended sort of fingernails, painted at black. At disadvantage, because mm-hmm. of protection from evil and good. First one misses, the second one hits, just yeah. dealing ten points of damage as you feel All a right. sort of slash at your torso. Hold her back from me. Party on, bro. And Slate, can you gr- try and grapple Dorna? No, I'm not gonna do that. No. I'm gonna cast Hold Person. Yeah. Oh, Hold Person. Okay. Party so on, bro, and puts like a piggy symbol up in the air with his hand. And then <laughs> out of his two fingers, like sand just jumps and spirals and goes to grab Dorna. So Dorna oh, has no. just been slashed by this vampire and then completely taken aback as this cascade of sand is now trapping her in place. Just mm. kind of didn't really know how to react. Sorry, Dorna, I know we've been on the road for a while, but I think this is probably for the best. And then he goes and walks up to uh, to the vampire and just gives him like a little high five and a little fist bump. <laughs> and then he pulls out a cigarette and he starts smoking a ciggy. Blackford like, that's so bad for you! I don't even care, man. Oh, so, so cold. And then he's gonna do a bite attack on Dorna. Uh, six points of piercing damage and 18 points of necrotic damage Ooh. as well. As you feel just this necrotic energy coursing into your veins from elongated fangs, digging into your flesh, excruciating, making its way through your veins. That looks dope, so. bro. It's really cool, really. 
Yeah, takes the knack. <laughs> and he rips out. And he heals for that much hit points. And also Slate, because it's your turn, can you make a wisdom Ooh, yeah, saving throw now? No, 11. Oh. Mm, you're still under his spell. With that, it is then Verisim's turn. Verisim's been standing over in the shadows watching the laws unfurl, and he's uh, drawn his rapier. He's been rubbing a pat of butter up and down the blade, like, <laughs> looking at him, oh, no. giving him the eye, just slowly, like, yeah, I got you, yeah, you're right. And then he's going to uh, run forward from the shadows and try and make a sneak attack. It's a, ooh, it's a natural one. <laughs> so, so that is a 10 to hit. You forgot to clean your hand after you were uh, yeah, rubbing I did. butter oh, on the blade. Oh, put, so oh. you've literally got butter fingers. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot to rub, oh, it's, it's everywhere. Oh, what was, what was oh. I thinking? Maybe I need to reassess my love of dairy products. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, now I found myself standing it's a vampire with... Uh, a buttery, yeah, you, buttery blade. You, f- you fumble the sword and like eventually you wipe off the butter, but, but after you've already fumbled this attack. I- I'll be right back. <laughs> just, <laughs> just run off in the shadows again. He just does like a little back roll into the shadows. Like, nope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I just, I forgot me. Um, <clears throat> Give me and then just back yeah. rolls, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a turn that what was. What a turn. You can, thank you guys, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Up next is Donna. Do I get a save against Hold Person? DC of 16. Uh, 15. Oh. 15. Oh. Oh. oh, no. So close. Alas, the sand holds you back. Something about it being Slate who's cast it has really thrown her off. I think Donna's about to like break through and just Slate like shoots her a, like a glance, like a glare. Yeah. And you can see it's just there's nothing behind the eyes and the sand gets like tighter around your, your uh, arms and legs. Ooh. I mean, I think it says oh, something God. for this this villain that uh, Slate is way more intimidating than the vampire. <laughs> like, literally, one look from Slate, she's like, oh, it's put me off completely. I don't know that. This vampire's back. Like, You've just made fun dude? of him this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying his best, okay? Uh, then we're up to Glax. Cool. I'm going to boost up to Senor Vampire. I am going to do a fainting attack and it looks like I'm going to stab Vampire Dude, but instead mm-hmm. I stab Slate. <gasps> oh. And that does mean that Slate will have to make another... Yeah, oh, that does actually 20. hit. Ooh. Yeah, okay. How much damage? Nine. So I, I take nine, nine damage. And, uh, oh, you so you bitch. need uh, to make a concentration check to see if you can lose the whole person. 23 on that. Mother uh, bitch. I'm plus seven. Fucker. Oh. So I, I, I don't know how hard it is to... Maintain concentration, but I'm assuming that's fine. Oh, yeah. But I get advantage on the next roll, so I'm going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're 28. Oh, yeah, holy. that hits. I take another 10 damage. Come on. Come on. 26. Oh, what the... Oh. That's such a you like 26. Oh, no. Slate really likes this vampire lifestyle. Like, he was... The, all that stuff before <laughs> was absolute guff. He's just like, I really respect and admire this guy, actually. Do you know what? I'm going to go along with the rest of the group and, like, criticise his jacket, but I think he's pretty cool. I'm not loving this whole thrall thing, but I called him out and I'm like, I've got, I've got so many ideas of how to make this better. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Cool. Okay. In which case, I'm going to change tack. I'm going to action surge and I'm going to give Mr. Vampire two of the best instead. Okay. 28, 11 damage. Oh, nice. I'm going to use yep, sneak that attack, plus another five. 27, 12 damage. These massive yeah. hits uh, numbers. Nice. That's really good. All, all, we've, all, all yeah. of us have been doing some proper high rolls. This uh... Jakob is looking fucked up at this point. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I feel like Slate gets what's going on here. So, okay, Slate's going to 
try and push Glax away. Make opposed athletics checks. I got a 21. Oh, that's a good, that's a good roll. 24. 24. Oh, 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 my God. Whoa, you high rolls. Uh, uh, okay. I think we, we, we like wrestle, we properly like wrestle for a bit and then slate the mountain pushes pushes Glax back and steps in the way and goes, yeah. you need to stop doing this and then I'm going to use sorcery points and cast Blight on you. Ooh. I'm loving how much you're leaning into this to just mm. like fuck me. Yeah. You're welcome. I need a DC con 16 save. con save. Okay, cool. Yes. I got natural Ooh. 20. No, natural 20. That's just half damage, which is uh, 16. Okay, cool. Clash of Titans. Absolutely. How does how does Blight take hold? So it looks like it's like all the moisture is just being drawn out of your body, and it, you can feel like it feels like just particles of like skin and everything being pulled but out of you between your like scales, and they go into Slate's hand. Then he just like closes his hand, and it just disappears. If if fair, like I hit you, but I'm honestly trying to help. This is not your style, and I don't like you when you're not nervous. This seems very out of character. Look, this is not a phase. <laughs> this is who I am and if you are not happy with that you can fuck off <laughs> then it is uh, Jacob's turn he is going to rip into Dornamore I did also notice which I feel I probably shouldn't be saying but I'm going to say anyway even though it might kill me um, any attack <laughs> that hits the creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet because I'm paralyzed yeah and paralyzed yeah ah. Okay, so uh, that's <laughs> 2d6 plus 4. So you take 14 points of damage from the first attack. Nice. Youch. Then the second one is, again, because you've got the protection for good and evil, that was a 6 plus 9, so that yes. misses. Wow. Thankfully. And then finally the bite. So, uh, yeah, 21. Uh and so this is going to be... So you took 35 points of damage that round, yeah? No, it hasn't oh, finished Jesus yet. Jesus Christ. Right? Oh, no. Oh, no. Mm. You can see my hit points going oh, up in the no. chat right now. Yeah, so so I can see Donna's hit points in the chat. And at this point, audience, I'd like you to recall one key fact about vampires. What's known about the vampire is, is their creation, Right? It's, it's, it's one of the key defining factors of vampiric mythology is that a bite, draining one's life, will turn somebody into a vampire. Hmm. And this is seen in the Dungeons & Dragons rules as this. The target dies if this effect reduces its hit point maximum to zero or below. A humanoid slain in this way and then buried in the ground rises the following night as vampire spawn. So Dawn is currently on six hit points. Um, but um, no, there's something, sorry, there's actually something that you're missing. It's the hit point maximum is reduced. So it means he has to deal enough necrotic damage, only the necrotic damage to do to reduce your maximum to zero. It can kill you, but he has to deal like 70-ish, I don't know how many point, hit points Dawn has. I think 75. 75. Yeah, so 75 necrotic yeah. damage only, just the necrotic damage. It's gonna be a few turns, but Dawn may be drained hmm. is what I'm saying. And uh, now to hit for the bite. Yep, that, that, that hits. That's a 19. This is the piercing damage. So that's uh, 5, 11, 12, 13 piercing damage. Donna is just being laid into. She's stuck in a pile of sand and has just been slashed and now has a vampire just gnawing away at her. At some mm. point in all of this, you just see her going from 
looking kind of stunned and wide-eyed to just her eyes just droop closed and her head just flops to the side. Oh, Glax is just like, Donna! Flops to the side and sand like pushes it up and reveals her neck again Yeah. the vampire. And then let's see necrotic damage. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. That's, oh. Uh, okay, so that's three fives, two sixes and a two. So that's a 15 plus 12. So that's 27 plus two. So that's 29 points of necrotic damage oh added onto that so, previously. So, hang on, we've got 29 plus 16 from this so, turn, plus whatever it was from the turn before. Yeah. Oh my god, wait, hold on, and the vampire heals for that amount? Yes. Yep. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's an amount equal Also, to- 10 by default each turn. This is a, a weaker vampire than normal, by the way. Normally, they they uh, it's 20 hit points they heal per turn as well anyway. But I've lessened that to, yeah, to well, slight's five, really and then we've also... Here, so. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you should have so, gone for so, that grapple, my friend. Right, so I think it was... <laughs> I think it was another 18 from the round before, if I remember correctly. 63 out of 75. Yeah. What an episode to guest on. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's just like, wow, like literally a TPK by one of the party members. I mean, I'm loving it. It's great. <laughs> Again! <laughs> Again! It is the day that Power Word Roll died, and I was there. <laughs> uh, so if you take 12 <laughs> necrotic damage, you are beamed, my dude. I am dead, and then so, if I get buried, I become a vampire. And on top of this, the rest of the party don't know that that's how no, vampires are created. No, because Dorna hasn't managed to Because that's them. not common knowledge. So. I'm happy to hear it. It's good news to me. Speaking of being here for this, Verison, it's your turn. It is, it is. Um, before I do, just a quick question. Did Slate take his wisdom saving throw to try and not be under the thrall of the vampire? I don't think he did. No, he didn't. I don't think he did. This could change things up. He's been rolling big. Oh, 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 he likes it. He literally likes it. There is no other way. I've got a minus one. He's just discovered his new thing. He's so, so, he's just getting off on like killing his friends and being a vampire. I think it just feels like cool and calm and collected. And he's like, he's never felt so calm in his life. Absolutely. He's like, yeah, I'm riding this high. Amazing. Right. Well, Verisim's like, right. Well, it looks like everybody's going to shit, to be honest. But come on, you can do this son slip it in like a hot knife through and he leaps forward to try and sneak attack the vampire uh, oh i love that i love that cousin <laughs> okay come on come on oh yes and that is a 25 to hit <gasps> oh, yes. right Way. so finally we okay. get some we get some sneak attack damage Good uh so uh, that is going to be a 1d8 30 points of damage yes (laughs) as Verison just jumps forward uh, you see he's taking his shoes off he's sliding along on his buttery feet and just slams his rapier deep (laughs) in the armpit of the vampire it skewers and comes out the other end Uh, you see uh, just viscera fly outwards as as you manage to get this damn good hit in and you can see the vampire is looking pretty beat up at this take that bad band they're not cool Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What are you that? talking about? They might be cheesy pop, but they've had their hits over the years. Whatever makes people happy, that's my... Anyway, let's go with the fight. <laughs> that wound is so <laughs> unsightly. Ugh. 
yeah, and I just yeah. slide away again on my buttery feet. <laughs> <laughs> leaving this weird slug trail of victory so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not, not an expression not I thought I'd say uh, when yeah. I woke up this morning but there we go you never know what the day's going to throw <laughs> for, for a game for you, I kind of don't want Dawners to die uh, out of characters do you mind staying within five yeah. foot because then he's more likely to attack you rather. oh than yeah I can do yes yeah yeah I'm going to stay here otherwise Dawner uh, is dead <laughs> she is dead we, well Dawner is a vampire yeah, Dawner, Dawner will be killed do you know what I mean okay and Dawner death save time come on that's a fail. That's a four. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> okay, getting closer towards vampirism as you are sort of held by this uh, this sand lifting you in the air and this vampire is just draining you of your blood, suckling on your neck. That was That was weird. Yeah, I mean, it's vampires. Vampires are weird, man. Let's just leave it. I hate it. Doesn't it. matter. But... You Carry know. on. <laughs> I, I, I want you guys to hate this guy. He's the bad guy. I don't Come hate on. Him. I think he's really um, awesome. <laughs> 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 so Shut mean. Up, <laughs> but then that brings us to Glax's cool. turn. Glax has one goal. He is going to run around the vampire and Slate. And he is going to uncork a healing potion and shove it in Dorna's mouth. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, can you do that contested as she's currently in combat with the, you know, the vampire is currently like consuming. So <laughs> a sleight of hand check. It would be. Uh, yeah. It would it be. Would be. <laughs> 26. 26. How do we play <laughs> this? Oh, Oof. shit. I think you're both grappling to try okay. and like okay, control. Okay. Like he can't drain her anymore, but you're like trying to, you know, force this into into Dawn's mouth. I quite like the image of him latched onto her neck while you're just pouring a healing potion in because obviously yeah. <laughs> it's just in there to start through. It's just it's just fluids. Oh. You just like throw a bit of sand up in his eyes before you do it, so he can't. <laughs> the fact that that's an absolute match just means that you guys are both sort of struggling against each other. Slates. First of all, I'm going to start with a wisdom save. Is this really the life I want to live? Yeah. And it is, with a nine. <laughs> yeah. Go, yeah. Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> oh my God. It's fucking brilliant. Okay, I'm going to stop concentrating on whole person. I'm going to stop concentrating on whole person. So the, the sand just, it doesn't drop as sand. It just fades out and just disappears into nothing. And mm. Dawn just drops to the floor. I think very unceremoniously. Mm. This will get the party started. And cast Thunderwave. <laughs> oh. So it hits the vampire, and it also hits me. It hits everyone. It kills yeah. you. No, it gives me one. Yeah, we'll, it gives we'll me one, one more, more, one more it's not a melee attack. Yeah. All right, yep. that sounds good. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> your fate's in your hands. Your fate's still in your hands. If I was killing you outright, I'd feel bad. I'd do something else, but... Okay, um... That's a success. That is a natural twenty from the count who okay, saw so that coming. Six damage. Oh, that's a that's a twelve. No, that Ooh. fails. So you take thirteen damage. I'll take half damage actually because because uh, I've got my old uncanny dodge. Oh, nice. So, um, and Glax, did you succeed ooh. or fail? You pass. Okay, cool. You just take six damage. It is Count von Barov's turn, and he's going to take two attacks against Glax. Um. So that is an 18 plus okay. 9. Yeah, that's going to hit. Eight points of damage with the first attack from his first swing of his claws, and then he comes around for another one in a sort of uppercut motion. So 11 points of damage on that second slashing attack. Okay. He's going to go over towards Dawn. He takes Dorna. an attack of opportunity as he leaves my melee range. Yeah. 17 to 17 hit. 17 just hits. Yes. Okay, 10 damage. He's looking pretty beat up, oh but he's still God. alive as he swoops down. Are you actually going to have him to kill Dawna? I mean, it seems this way. You're a meanie. This is a... Oh, that hits. 
Yeah, sorry. If this does yeah. 12 necrotic damage, then Dorna will get back, be buried, and then miraculously recover by the next time you see her on the next day. Fuck. Oh, so that's a five, a six, two oh, fours, that's, a three, that's done it. and a one. <laughs> She's dead. And the vampire wow. needs to heal as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Dorna, you sort of, in, in your close-to-death state, you're sort of on the floor of this cathedral. You see the hammer of Torm, you know, sort of phasing in and out from a big stained-glass window, uh, lightning striking behind it, filling the air with this sort of electricity, and you feel so drained. Before you were being held back, you remember that, and now you're just dazing in and out of consciousness. You then see this looming figure over you. It slides down and grasps onto your neck with two long sets of claws. It digs down into your veins with its teeth and begins to drain you of your blood. You choke as you awake for a moment, and then your eyes droop and you're asleep. And in that sleep, you don't find rest, because instead you feel some dark sensibility come and twist your soul. You hear voices chanting in something old, and it makes you happy. In fact, it's enough to laugh about. And we cut back to combat, um, as it is now Verison's turn. <laughs> wow. Uh, great. Aren't you glad you made a butter-based character? <laughs> uh, I certainly am. <laughs> I, like to I like to spread myself about. What can I say? Oh, yeah, uh... <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh. So many butter puns. Uh, right, so uh, I'm going to uh, skid forward again, run up to the vampire and try and sneak attack him again. He feels strangely remorseful about seeing uh, his new his new friend uh, being drained in such an unholy way. Yeah. And he strikes. He strikes with... Oh, it's, uh, it's not too bad, actually. It's a 21. That hits. Yes. Take this, you dirty bloodsucker. All right, let's have a look. Three points of damage. Yes. Oh, my God. This is another situation in this damn series. A vampire has 144 hit points. Ooh. It was on 111. So, how do you kill the vampire? The numbers on that. Amazing. Sorry. Uh, so, what he does, as he draws back, having drained a dawner of her last drops of lifeblood, Verisim slides up next to him, stabs his rapier through his cheek, and then whips it out and, like, clips both of his fangs uh, out of his mouth, oh. and he swings his blade round and drives it through the back of his neck. Oh, and just, just yeah. pins mm. down into this calachate rug. You sort of twist the blade. All of the stolen blood seeps out, you know, draining the Nirvana T-shirt and what's left of the leather jacket. And uh, you just hear him say, Oh! Not cool, man. And there's just sort of sputtering blood as he disperses into a gaseous cloud and starts to make his way out down the corridor. And Slate, you suddenly have control of your actions again. Slate just like grabs his head and just sits down on the pew next to him and just gives like, oh, ow. I run over to Dorna. You run over to Dorna and you see a lifeless corpse. Um still with some warmth, but very little. I would like to do something crazy. Um, 
then I would like to pour the holy water into a healing potion. Shake it up. Mm. And then try and feed it to her. I thought you were going to eat her. Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I thought I, I did pull think off you were like, ears. I'm going to consume her strength. I don't think that's a good idea. Are you sure you want to do this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying anything. I'm trying to... Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. I mean, that, that is the double-edged sword of healing potions right there, because if she is turning into a vampire, then the, the holy water is going to burn her. Yeah. Uh, but the healing potion is going to heal her. So, uh... Currently, because I haven't been buried, I'm classified as dead, but my maximum HP is less than zero. So I literally can't be healed. Exactly. Oh, so Glax runs up, mixes this concoction and chucks it in Dorna's mouth with a lifeless response. Just absolutely nothing. Verisim just goes up and, and puts his hand on his shoulder and says, Oh, I think she's gone, mate. Gone where? Well, she's, uh, you know, she's popped her clogs. She's gone on the other side. She's she slipped beyond the veil. She's, uh, well, she ain't going to be buttering nothing no more. You know what I mean? She doesn't even like dairy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that is a pity. Um, and he wipes his, his rapier blade and looks at it and then hurriedly gets out a pat of butter and starts like wiping on the blade. Sorry about that. Yeah, you see. It's late. Yeah, it's late. Yeah, uh, you feeling it's better, late, son? Like standing up next to them. It's late. Do you and Veritham want to go and go in the crypt? You you don't need me to do that, right? Would you Would you want to do that, Glax? No. I'll stay here with Dorna. Slate nods, uh, turns around, touches Verisim's arm, and then I'm going to cast Dimension Door to go down to the crypt. Okay. And you can still see this golden shimmering shape around that Dorna left earlier, even though she isn't around to keep it going. All, all of Dorna's energy was in this for you. And then Slate steps forward and grabs a um, stake out of his bag pushes the uh, lid of the coffin off and just jabs it into his heart. And you just see just this shocked vampiric face just absolutely taken aback as you plunge this thing deep within its chest. The blackened blood spills out from the center, this time its own. Uh, You see this form starts to turn to dust as if it were sand, as if it were rejoining the earth it should have been a part of long ago. And the vampire is slain. Good good job, Slate. Uh, mind the steps on our way back down, won't you? Oh, yeah, they're very buttery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, that was me, so I thought that... Well, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> it's, it's like a skeleton, so Slate's gonna, like... He, he gets really angry, and he, like, he goes to walk away, and then clenches his fist, turns around, and just punches, and just crushes the, the skull with a, with a punch, mm. and then pull, like, takes uh, the, the canines out, the elongated canines, and pockets them. Yeah. It's funny, even in death, he still looks shit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the I end mean... of the episode. <laughs> no, amazing, amazing episode. Like, it was so, so good. And uh, holy oh. shit, I feel both privileged and 
Sad to be here for the, for the wow. big moment. <laughs> well, thank God you were here to yeah. launch the sneak attacks. Otherwise, we definitely would have lost. Yeah. 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 So oh. thank you ever so much for coming on. Mm. No, not at all. No, it's been like, an absolute pleasure. I've had a blast. Yeah. Where can people uh, find you? Uh, they can find us on all the usual platforms. Uh, so we are on, uh, oh gosh, I've got to try and recite them now. Spotify, iTunes, um, uh, lot, anything you can find a good podcast on. Uh, the, the Danger Club <laughs> podcast. You can find us there. We'll be there. Um, what are you guys up to at the moment? Uh, so we're doing our series of lockdown legends. Um, we've taken a break yeah. from the main plot because obviously we can't. It's quite difficult logistically yep. to get back together. Yep. And we and uh, the first one was my own character, Velda, who had his bit of backstory. <laughs> and then the latest addition to the Danger Club, Beelzeboob, had a very silly, um, alive, actually, we're live at Pazocon, uh, which was good. We did the first Ooh. two episodes there. And then, yeah, we recorded another two. So, yeah, and we're just trying not to let this get us down too much and try and, uh, yeah, as you are here, just recording at home. Mm. Where can people find info about you specifically? Uh, my Twitter handle is Foxy Lockhart. Are you which, not an uh, actor? Brilliant. I am an actor, yes, <laughs> yes. If you have access to Spotlight, you can look at my Spotlight profile, uh, if mm. you so wish. Basically, you can communicate. We have a Discord server as well for our fans as well. Uh, you can join that. And um, we come in on that regu- very regularly and stuff. So, yes, yes, it's all me. Fantastic. Well, brilliant. Thank you ever so much for coming on. Not at all. It's been a pleasure. We're just buttering him up now. Uh. Wee. Oh. And, of course, uh, thank you very much for listening. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Power Word Roll. You can find links to all our social media at powerwordroll.co.uk. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Otherwise, a positive review on iTunes is the best way to help us out. But for now, from Conrad, Naomi, Henry and myself, thank you, and we'll see you in the next one. Can I, can, yeah. I, can we skip order? Because I've got a really good solution for this one. Do we want it to be more like cool story solutions or do we yeah, want just it let, to be more gamified? Let Henry have a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, go no, 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 yeah. no, 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 yeah, Cool we'll story, cool story, cool story. Let, let Dorna do it. Do your You're cool the cool idea. story. It's it not a cool, cool story. story though. It's just me casting water walking. It means if it cracks, it doesn't matter. <laughs> No, that's shit. Fuck it. That's not a cool story. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> okay. So. Sorry, we thought it was a good idea you had. Oh, it deals with it. It deals oh. with it. I didn't realise we had to have a fucking story. What is oh. the fucking podcast? Because <laughs> don't know. I honestly don't know. Wait, he's not a gargoyle, is he? He he's half gargoyle. No, but he's not because he's not got plumbing. And no, a, but he's the creature a gargoyle. He's the creature gargoyle, not the statue gargoyle. He's not, not got sure plumbing. If... You're not a real gargoyle. You've not got plumbing. <laughs> Show us your plumbing, mate. And, and also, I think he can. I've got a working penis. Be, like so. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, next time someone just like you know they say they're a gargoyle, I'm gonna be like, "Show us your plumbing. Come on." <laughs> I've, I've got it on very good authority that you're not a gargoyle. I'll show you plumbing. my plumbing if you show me yours. <laughs> hey, hey, he's not a gargoyle. He's a grotesque. Are we, are we having this discussion in front of him? Yeah. <laughs> just uh, just <laughs> <chatting> <laughs> <inside> it. <laughs> he's there just slowly crying to himself. Yeah, yeah. You mock me. Stone tears. <laughs> it's just, just constant. Ah, I hit my lantern. Uh, uh, Wait, it's you have a lantern? Like gro- Oh, my lantern. Oh, God. (laughs) Lampshade. Oh, my lantern. Oh, Oh, I knocked my lantern. Mama, Mama, order another one. (laughs)
Painter, quickly, Painter. Look, I'm in D&D mode, all right? It's forgivable. <laughs> Not at advantage, but just... How is he doing a bite uh, attack on it? A normal bite attack. It ain't well, his turn. It ain't his fucking turn. He can fuck off. It's still his turn. Well, he was going to get you to hold back and then use his... Oh, so okay, yeah. all right, yeah, all right, go on then. Okay. Go on then, all right, all it right. It makes sense. Go on, on then. Combo. It does yeah. make Thin sense, fucking yeah. eyes. So... <laughs> So, uh, uh, and I'm DM, so shut up. <laughs> That's not how this podcast works. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works in the slightest. <laughs>